This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. A very good afternoon. Hello hello everyone. It is 19th of May, Thursday 3 p.m. and we're recording our Hafta without Abhinandan because Abhinandan is in London in the cooler climes of the United Kingdom having fun. <laughs> Hopefully our subscribers will get to meet them. We're here uh, with our weekly NL Hafta. In house I have with me Raman sir. Hello Hi. Raman sir. Mehraj. Hello. And Fahad Zubairi who's joining us from Ahmedabad. Hi. Hi. How hot is it there? Uh in the late 40s. Okay, great. <laughs> Same pinch. <laughs> Fahad is an independent scholar and researcher of architecture and city studies. He's a writer and contributor with the Indian Express, Outlook, Leaflet and Domus India. Uh before we get to the headlines, I have some announcements to make. We have a new page for subscribers to send letters to our show. So if you want to write to Hafta you can just go to newslaundry.com/podcast-letters we also have a new email for podcast letters which is podcast@newslaundry.com so you can send your mails there uh we have a lot of lawyers and techies as part of our friends of nl and abhinandan had said that he's looking forward to speak to cas who have understanding of company restructuring so if you're listening to this podcast and you're a ca and you know or you know someone who would like to volunteer in this space please write to us at subscription@newslaundry.com we have two new nl sena projects one is on mp and much of the reporting has been done on that we have prateek and ashwin in madhya pradesh in fact uh, under this podcast you can watch a small snippet of their reporting from there they are looking into this whole bulldozer phenomena and looking at who's been affected the politics behind it and a lot of other things and we have another nl sena project on the yogi who has it all we will not tell you who this yogi is but you can contribute to this nl sena project both of them if you'd like and you'll get free merch and subscriptions with it next week i'm going to be in australia in sydney on 29th and in melbourne on 4th so if you'd like to meet up please write to us at subscription@newslaundry.com i believe it's going to be a really rainy week in australia so maybe we can go to some nice cafe or some nice restaurant and chat you didn't check the weather before या अनफॉर्चुनेटली आई थॉट ठंड होगी वहाँ पे यहाँ से जाएंगे बट अपेरेंटली बहुत ठंड होगी ओके सो वी हैव अ लिमिटेड पीरियड ऑफर इफ यू गिफ्ट एन एनुअल डिस्ट्रप्टर सब्सक्रिप्शन इन एडिशन टू द मर्च वील सेंड यू बुक साइन बाय द न्यूज लॉन्ड्री टीम वी ऑल्सो हैव अ कपल ऑफ कैलेंडर्स टू गिव आउट बाय मंजुल सम ऑफ द बुक्स दट वी हैव विद अस सईद नकवीज मुस्लिम वैनिशेज अनुपमा चोपटा इज अ प्लेस इन माई हार्ट एम एन शरण लास्ट अमंग इक्वल्स अमिताभा कुमार द ब्लू बुक राइटर्स जर्नल वंस यू हैव गिफ्टेड अ सब्सक्रिप्शन राइट टू अस एट सब्सक्रिप्शन एट न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम Now I think let's get to the headlines and then we have a lot to discuss and we have a very interesting guest with us so I have a lot of questions for him Mehraj can you please uh, the, headlines, the headlines we'll start with the breaking news yeah. Navjot Singh Sidhu is going to jail yeah. uh, it seems the supreme court has awarded the congress leader a one year jail term in a road rage case from about 30 years ago mm. and he'll be in the Patiala jail where even Bikram Majit has lodged so both opponents can hang out together uh and the sort of the big dominating news is uh, around the gyanwapi mosque yeah uh this week a varanasi court directed district officials to seal a spot in the mosque where a coat and coat shivling was supposedly found or mm. uh, during a court mandated survey the shivling is said to be part of a fountain in the ablution area uh the supreme court was scheduled to hear a petition challenging the survey today thursday that is but deferred the hearing till tomorrow in the interim it asked the varanasi court not to issue any order Meanwhile taking off from the Varanasi Varanasi court's orders on Gyanwapi mosque it's pretty much open season now on several other monuments across the country a former archaeological survey of india officer has gone to town um, nightly tv that is claiming that the qutub minar in delhi was built by raja vikramaditya and not qutubuddin abak 
Uh, this gentleman named Dharmveer Sharma says the minar was built to study the direction of the sun. Ah, it's Surya Stambh also somebody said. But did he say which Vikramaditya? Because there are like a dozen of them. <laughs> no, the nuance you can't expect. Khutubuddin <laughs> Abak is not very old. I mean, and and I'm I'm what I'm sixty. Yeah. So I've been reading it since uh, my childhood. Yeah. I mean, Khutubuddin Abak. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Maharashtra, the archaeological survey has closed Aurangzeb's tomb for five days. Uh, this happened after our, uh, AIMIM leader Akbaruddin Uwaisi visited the tomb and immediately drew criticism from the ruling Shiv Sena. And afterwards, a leader of the Maharashtra Navnirman Sena, that's Raj Thakre's party, said the tomb should be destroyed so that people could no longer go there. And a Mathura court has admitted a petition seeking ownership of Shahi Idga Mosque land in the city. The petition was filed by the Shri Krishna Janmabhoomi Trust and others. Mm. They claim that the land belongs to the Shri Krishna Janmabhoomi Stal, where Lord Krishna is believed to have been born. And of course, we know that Taj Mahal has been declared Tejo Mahalia yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> and then you have Jama Masjid also. Uh, yeah, of course. There's questions that Jama Masjid ke niche dafni hai, dafnaye gaye hai Devi Devta. Uh, the RSS, of course, is on in on the act as well. Uh, its publicity chief, Sunil Ambekar, talked about the Gyanwapi Mosque at a journalism awards function yeah, yesterday. Award. Now imagine that. <laughs> and he said, and I quote, It's true that India is assimilative. People talk about the Ganga-Jamuna uh, Ganga culture, but it should become one. It should all become Ganga. Wow. And only then we can walk together. But I mean, uh, as if on cue, Jamuna, the river, not the metaphor, has dried up. So <laughs> that should tell us something. <laughs> AIMIM Chief Asaduddin Uwaisi, meanwhile, has said that Muslims are not ready to lose another mosque after the Babri Masjid. Hmm. Also this week, there was a really tragic industrial accident in Delhi. Uh, it happened on May 13 when a fire broke out in what's uh, said to be an illegal factory in Munka area. 27 people are confirmed dead so far, of whom 21 are women, uh, and dozens of people are apparently still missing. Uh, wholesale inflation in April has surged to three-decade high of 15.08%, up from 14.55% in March. Hold on to your wallets a little tighter. Hmm. Wheat export ban shakes world markets, wheat prices up 6%. Punjab farmers sat on a protest near the Chandigarh-Mohali border on Tuesday after being stopped from heading to the state capital to press their demands, including a bonus on wheat and the beginning of paddy sowing from, Je- uh, from June the 10th. Meanwhile, water, uh, the politics over water has begun again in Delhi with uh, the state and Haryana sparring over the supply to Yamuna. Delhi Lieutenant Governor Anil Bajal has resigned. According to reports, he has cited personal reasons for this. He had served five years, so he should go. Uh, the three municipal corporations of Delhi will be formally merged on May 22nd, the central government announced on Wednesday. According to a notification issued by the Union Home Ministry, the Municipal Corporation Amendment Act 2022 will come into effect from May 22nd. The legislation was approved by Lok Sabha on March 30th and by Rajya Sabha on April 5th. Uh, the president gave his assent on April 18th. Congress leader P. Chidambaram has said that the CBI raided his houses in Chennai and in New Delhi on Tuesday but didn't find anything. The Supreme Court on Wednesday allowed implementation of reservation for other backward classes in the local bodies' polls in Madhya Pradesh but emphasized on the 50% overall reservation cap which I believe is really arbitrary and should be done away with. But uh, Chief Minister Shivraj Singh, uh, Singh Chauhan on Wednesday called it a historic day for the state and claimed that his government took all possible measures to ensure the quota for the community. 
Congress leader Rahul Gandhi has said that regional parties have their place, but they cannot defeat BJP because they don't have an ideology, as if Congress has. And meanwhile, Congress has decided that it'll go on a padyatra in October when the temperatures cool down. In autumn breeze, <laughs> they'll walk and save India. <laughs> uh, staying with the Congress, uh, one of their prominent faces in Gujarat, Hardik Patel, has quit, mm. and he uh, the reason he gave was when our country whenever our country faced challenges and when the Congress needed leadership, Congress leaders were enjoying abroad. And mm. former Punjab president of the Congress, Sri Jakar, he is also joining he's also BJP. Quit. Today. He's uh, he's joining BJP today. Yeah, that's about it for the headlines. Now that they've found the shivling and, um, you know, there are questions around, you know, whether it's a shivling or a fountain or not. And we know that temple was destroyed to build a mosque. Now, again, it's convoluted who, when, what, which century. But we know temples existed and they were destroyed. I was just thinking if they give this, like, now how are they going to prove that this shivling is They'll have to give it for carbon dating. How did they prove Ayodhya? And they'll have to say that But the thing is, like, if they give it for carbon dating, obviously it'll be pre-16th they... century. And then anything becomes... You know, then everything See, that, is yeah, up for debate. That, so it's the mythology. I mean, 500 pages of Ayodhya is full of mythology. The, I mean, they the were, they were, uh, they were, uh, so so in, this is what is written in Veda. This this must have happened. Low drama must have born here. I mean, all if you just read the entire thing, they're drawing it uh, from the mythology. Now the question is not that that act exists and therefore we should not convert. The question should be why does the act exist in the first place? Right. So if you are asking this question, everyone is asking this question, was it a temple? Was it not a temple? And that was the, piece, the, that was the point of my piece that we are asking the wrong question. The question that we should be asking is what do we do with our conflicted architectural sites? Hmm. And when you look at post-independence history, we have resolved it. And we resolved it in 1991 when we said that, yes, we have had a messy history like everywhere else in the world. And we continue to have a messy recent history as well. <laughs> right? We are living in quite, quite messy times. We cannot say we had a messy history, now we are okay. No, we are still messy and we shall remain. So that is the problem. That is problem number one. Problem number two, what will you take, at, take as evidence? Is it a title suit? No, the person will say it's not a title suit. You attacked me and you took it by force. And then the other person would say, but you also don't have evidence because mythology by definition is without evidence. All of these problems that existed before our judiciary, our state committed itself to modern values were resolved by saying that we are going to have a status quo as they exist on 15th of August 1947. We are going to maintain them as they are. Because now we don't adhere to those systems. Now we don't adhere to mythology guiding our reason. We don't adhere to expansionism and violence and brute force um, guiding our polity. But remember, when those things used to happen, they were perfectly legitimate. Now, when Putin invades Ukraine, we say that it's a bad thing to do. Back when kings would go around across the world, go around invading each other and then capturing those, everyone thought it was legitimate. That was the way to rule. And that changed over time. I mean, in modern times, politics is not messier per se. I think uh, the politicians deliberately make it messier. Mm. Now, I mean, if you look at what, what are we discussing? We are discussing Aurangji. We are discussing Gyan VIP. Now, I think the new thing which has come up today is in Matra, uh, the birthplace of uh, Lord Krishna. None of this, I mean, none of this, you can't argue. You can't be reasonably, you can't argue it. There's a mythology and you have to follow that mythology. And if you want to believe in that, 
so the courts if courts want to believe in that they can do everything mm. but why it becomes messy this uh, the the present uh, time politicians they are just weaponizing this uh, you know using this history as a weapon and and trying to sidetrack the real issues mm. if you just read the papers i mean the past two days newspapers or or if you just uh, see on the tv what you know the kind of arguments that they are giving that alki advani had said that if muslims agree to give us ayodhya we will not raise other issues since the muslims did not agree we got ayodhya through the court so so now so that is why we do not agree with it now we want mathra and kashi as well so so i think they they always i mean uh, back out uh, you know from their promises when we say that we haven't dealt with history very well and it's kind of this argument is gaining currency i think that's a misdirection because the first point is what kind of history whose history in india i think this problem started partly during the british era and afterwards because it was sort of a need of the hour so the leaders of the national struggle they constructed this kind of an artificial political reality in which there was a very straight kind of a continuity from the vedic era through to the kingdoms the buddhist time the hindu revivalism then the muslim rule and to british india and to this thing that was not the case i mean it's the same thing like we are right now debating whether aurangzeb was indian or not i mean in a very strict sense of the word he was not in that respect they're right because there was no india at that time he was a mughal ruler he was the ruler of a mughal empire there was a land called india there was not a nation called india in the similar sense that there was a nation a uh, land called africa but not a nation called africa right you can't say like uh, the ruler of abyssinia was an african ruler in that sense so this continuity that has been drawn and this is partly also the kind of the blame goes to the liberal sort of historians in that sense that they have kind of try to stretch this history as much as they could and find that continuity which is necessary if you are trying to build a nation, nation state yeah. so you have to create what benedict anderson calls imagined communities and one of the ways you do is you find this continuity one thing that is clear to me although is people have the right to believe whatever they want it's a free country i mean i can believe something was something the state the state ought to know better and the courts ought to know even more uh, more judiciously i mean Uh, i think hana arend has written about this that law and politics should not have hierarchies over each other and we see that happening in contemporary india law the, that politics uh, sort of has create the politics is at a higher hierarchy than law and law sorts of works behind politics and therefore the judiciary uh, at the end of the day although it is said that if you are looking towards the judiciary to save your democracy you already lost your democracy but the judiciary at the end of the day ought to know better the judiciary ought to know uh, about constitutionalism about the modern values at the same time yes there are these problems there are a lot of these problems and people have the right to believe what they believe i mean people can believe that gyanwapi was temple which was destroyed i don't want to go into that question because then i'll be contradicting myself they have the right to believe but the courts cannot go on and say ki okay you feel like that there is a sentiment of so many 100000 of people then i will go ahead with it i'll decide a title suit based on what your mythology claims that makes no sense and the state ought to be better and they don't have a reason to i mean anybody who thought that after babri masjid the verdict won't only embolden them i mean would have been living in a fool's paradise because what the court basically did is it handed over the mosque to people who had destroyed it 
Mm. And didn't hold anybody accountable. And we still there. The criminal case on the destruction of the mosque is still it's pending. Still, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, is there a point at which the older residents would say this is when things changed, or this is when this is how we are here today, basically? Or was it always like that for a for it a while? It has been. It has been like that for a long time, actually. Uh, even you know, communal clashes in Ahmedabad go back to the Maratha time. um in modern post independence history the 1969 riots are sort of seen as the point those people who have witnessed those riots they say ki they were worse than 2002 um and then and then it has been although since 2002 we have not seen communal violence active violence on the body that we have not seen in ahmedabad but the city continues to get segregated mm. so that is the question of my research in city studies how is this happening non veg food is such a taboo which is why we've taken vegetarian food to such extremes where we're really like experimenting with it in a very extreme way because you can't eat non vegetarian and even to eat egg or whatever you know you have to hide yourself sometimes because it's yeah, not yeah, it's not you have to hide the eggs when you're bringing you have to hide the eggs when you're bringing them back to your house uh, but here i want to point out something hmm. see this is where this is where legalities and the state comes in the society is like that i mean there are kids who would go out uh, to eat non vegetarian food but not tell their parents jain people all sorts of people if you have if you followed the news from gujarat the municipal corporation recently i think around 2 or 3 months ago instructed that non vegetarian food should not be sold on main streets hmm. so to say yeah 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 i remember yeah, and so that is how you re- you bring an urban space urban space is that place where the state has to guarantee you rights right for example if you are looking you're living at home with your parents your parents might not respect your freedom and all but you can still go out into the city be anonymous by doing this the the, the state sort of destroys that promise of urbanity that this is a place where you can come and exercise your rights on top of that they also deny the right to do business in public places to these vendors this this phenomena really creates segregated urban spaces it's not just bad urban planning it's too much urban planning we want to control every part of our city and how it grows and in doing so we end up in this mess where there is economic potential in an area but we have norms in that area that do not allow for any sort of industry to operate and uh, the, the the urban fabric then is just too 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 dense to take that sort of a situation and then see these people who are migrant workers they also cannot go to the outskirts of the city to work in a factory yeah and it's very ridiculous because delhi had the solution earlier where they built houses you know nice affordable living spaces for immigrants and they were just so far away from centers of work so nobody would live there they preferred nobody. living you know even on the roads yeah. if that had to be done because the plan and those were ghost cities build. now you look at those oh. cities it's so weird to see these big buildings or housing complexes are completely empty a senior police officer told me i mean when this fire happened that how the entire system has been rigged you know over a period of time about 10 15 years ago if you need a no objection certificate noc for fire so the fire officer will go fire inspector and all and chief fire officer is going to give you the final noc but when the police saw that it's is going to be quite lucrative because you need noc for fire you know for restaurants for industries for each and every uh, office so 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 the police hijacked the system now now the home ministry and the police uh, you know they are the ones who give the final noc yeah and fire safety is such a specialized uh, yes. field within yes. architecture and design i don't know how a policeman is even yes. qualified to give that 
apart from what we discussed there's also the obviously the social and economic as well as a cultural aspect which is one is economic in the sense people are forced to work in conditions like these mm. because poverty mm-hmm. second is labor laws have been gutted whatever was remained of it and the third is again the moral question because that sanctity of life especially if it's a poor marginalized life isn't as strong and again partly i mean this might be contentious but partly again goes to the caste system mm. especially if it's people from a certain class certain caste the sanctity of life doesn't seem so strong and all of these kind of things come together and you have tragedies like this do you have a view on central vista uh, as a student of architecture uh, whether whether this project is can be part of the urban development i think it is pretty much part of urban development definitely i mean uh, india as a government has expanded many many folds since uh, the original latins buildings were built and if you go to those offices a lot of bureaucrats if you talk to them they are under very stressed situations the national archives building was under a very bad shape where archives were going bad so overall i mean there was there was a need to have the project in place but at the same time you have a situation where uh, the government is not very open to explaining projects mm. to people and that generates a sense of uh, mistrust right people do not trust governments uh, so for example when was the last time somebody came to your house and said is aapke ghar ke samne road banna hai what are your views on it right. nobody comes no nobody a contractor comes. shows up and then you figure out okay road ban raha tha now my house has gone down in level mm. we have not had a tradition where we where we take public opinion in the projects and i think that is improving over time all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.